retro anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the ins and outs of being an old school nerd, and proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Lynette, Vic, and Brian. How's everyone going today? Honey, boo boo. That's some. That's definitely the first time. Brian broke me from the get go. Oh. <laughs> well, in this episode, we're talking about the ultimate cosplay superstar. No, not Yaya Han. Today, we're talking about Cutie Honey. Cutie Honey is a 1994 Japanese anime series and is part of the Greater Cutie Honey Media franchise created by Go Nagai. Uh, the eight-episode OVA we're covering today was produced by Toei Video and released in the U.S. by ADV Films starting in about 1994. This is part of a, a larger universe, as I said, and it's not a its own thing. This is actually a sequel uh, set 100 years after the original 1973 series. Cutie Honey follows a character, Honey Kisaragi, and the Hayami family. She fights criminals and monsters in the fictional, and yet aptly named, Cosplay City. This is this is a fun one. This is a fun uh, one to be covering. I'm glad we're talking about it. Uh, fan requested, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, this is so... I've never seen the original. I've never seen the 1970s series. Uh, I'd only ever seen this one and I never finished this one because of it was the mid nineties and how releases come about. I I think I saw like the first two volumes of this and then to be based just solely on the release schedule. I never saw another one of this. I think I've only seen the first half of the arc. Yeah, I'm the other way around. I recall seeing the second half, but I don't recall the first. So for me, this was great because I was able to finally watch all eight episodes and I assume all of you guys got through all eight episodes as well. No, I missed the last one. Oh. Well, if you saw one, you saw them all. <laughs> I think you mean you saw one, you saw it all. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we saw them all. <laughs> uh, so this is Honey is a female android, and she has a device in her system, whatever, that allows her to immediately transform into various personas, summon weapons with powers, basically insta-cosplay. And she does this by shouting, Honey Flash, then proceeds to do exactly what she just said. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Honey Flash. She flash a lot. She flash everything. And Multiple uh, times an episode. (laughs) This must have been during the 90s when certain things were uncensored, were censored. But you only saw the top, the top part. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a, this is a a, uh, a titty anime to be sure. It's not porn. It's just it's titillation, right? It's, it's pervy. Yeah, it's pervy, but not porn. Uh, fan service. That's I think probably the best way to describe yes. it. Right? It's gonna be a fan service anime. It was like it was during that one time where they started moving away from gore and going into boobs. Yeah, it it definitely embraces its perviness from the grandfather to the father. So the grandfather is great. All right, so uh, I'll, it's a great starting off point. So the grandfather is uh, Don Bay, and he is actually a recurring character. He was in the original 1970s anime. And uh, when I looked up the character, in the original anime, he wasn't a cyborg. He was just an old man. 
So now the reason that he's still alive a hundred years later is because now he's more machine than man. He's great. He's got all these like metal plates everywhere. He is a pocket-sized version of a Massinger Z. <laughs> it's so great. It's just... He said what? He's a pocket version of Massinger Z, which is another Go Nagai property. Yes. Um, I was going to say he's a pocket-sized Swiss Army knife. <laughs> yeah, no, he is literally like a little mini Massinger. <laughs> I think I think that's a, a great thing to bring up, Vic, if only because uh, one of the things that makes this particular iteration of Cutie Honey so interesting, besides the titillation, is that this is like this is like the sandbox for Gona Guy's work, right? There's so many like characters and cameos and Easter eggs oh, in yeah. his whole portfolio. The first episode there was a gar- it was supposed to be a gargoyle, but it was Devil Man. <laughs> yeah, there was a Devil Man gargoyle in the first episode. Fuck episode seven features uh, the uh, main Kira character from Devil Man, yeah, and it's just so much of that throughout. Uh, there's characters from Keiko Common show up as background characters and victims. Anve's mm-hmm. cyborg body attacks are all Mazinger Z, Grendizer, like it's everything. His backpack is, you know, it's all everything's an Easter egg. Uh, Professor Kabuto from Mazinger Z is in one of the episodes. Honey herself turns into um, the Koji Kabuto character from Messenger Z. That's her, what her cosplay when she's locked up with with Akira. So mm-hmm. it's just, and that's just what I was able to catch. Like there's just a ton of these wonderful little Easter eggs. It's, just, it's sort of like a love letter to his whole portfolio. So it's it's kind of cool. If you're a Nagai fan, this is your this is your anime. Now, plot wise. I want to talk about this something I really that really bugged me is how the story ended. Typical anime situation. Uh, they they ended it before they needed they should have because they I don't know either ran out of funding decided to stop doing it so it doesn't end well and that frustrated me because it ended really well right in the middle. It had a really great fourth episode with uh, the battle with this big the mid tier big bad and the reveal of the larger big bad. And it was such a great way they could have ended it there, but they didn't, and they, they kept going, and and they stopped the anime. So mm-hmm. the actual conclusion to the anime is so much less satisfying than the mid-episode. Uh, it was pretty... It was, anyway, it's something that bugged me. Well, there were, uh, what bugged me was that between some of the episodes, it's like this huge gap of time between certain episodes. Yeah, especially the the first half arc and the second half arc. There's a considerable jump of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, each episode there seems to be a little thing. It, it's it's not a a problem per se. It's I get what they were doing, you know, structurally. It's just it's the typical uh, villain of the week structure, right? And then with mm-hmm. the connective tissue leading to an overall series bad. Right. And it's uh, just I think it was the third or fourth episode, the one with the uh, the club and the singer. At the very beginning, they do like a highlight reel and. Yeah. It's like it's like that could have been its own episode right there or two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, they did. A, it was a great. It was a the fighting villains action montage. That whole episode was so bubblegum crisis to me. Oh yeah, very well. Even her cosplay in that episode, I, I wrote Pris is my note because it's exactly. <laughs> and then five seconds later, I wrote lesbian Pris because <laughs> the way that she was going. <laughs> um, well, the thing is that entire even the soundtrack was very bubblegum crisisy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it was. I think it was a, a homage, uh, for sure. This anime is for mid-90s. It, it, we're talking, again, VHS releases, no DVDs. You're lucky if you could find what you found. On top of the fact that it is a, a titty anime, 
And it's filled with just all those anime tropes that are so common now, but were a little more, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but a little more surprising uh, when mm -hmm. you started to see those back then. Like uh, the Gynax jiggle kind of thing, uh, accidental nudity, the uh, don't look at me things, you know, the lesbian villains, the perverted old mans, like all these tropes that are so common now. And everybody's just like, oh, it's an old man. He's going to be a pervert. And he always is. Like that wasn't as... We were at the birth of all of that. Not directly, mm. but for us it was. So now revisiting this, it's kind of interesting to see all these these tropes in their young forms. So one of the interesting things about this uh, anime, I think, is uh, the villain designs. The villain designs are all pretty interesting. Everything looks like it's right out of a Devilman anime. Or Messenger, yeah. They all definitely look like a Gonagai villain. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's if there's anything that you can say about Gonagai, he's consistent. <laughs> his his creature designs his character designs everything is is uh on par like interchangeable uh, yeah right but, like do you think he's a villain check his eyebrows that'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> is he a hero does he have sideburns he's a hero uh, <laughs> the first half of this is one overreaching arc the second half of this is another overreaching arc um, and like I said before, they, they weren't, they had to cancel the series before they got to complete the second arc. And it's a shame because the first arc ended so well. I really wish there was a way they could have rewritten this, re-edited it, structured it to, to deal with Dolmec at the end of episode eight, rather than dealing with him at the end of episode four. Like you mm -hmm. could still have brought Panther Zora from the little black maiden girl, which again, wild design. You got half a girl. Stick. Yo, black maiden freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> because little kids are freaky. Hundred <laughs> percent. I didn't know, but I didn't know is it a little guy? Is it a little girl? Uh, and I was <laughs> like, if it's a little guy, uh, it shouldn't be that pretty. If it's a little girl, <laughs> then it's, it's like too, it's, it's, it's too soon. <laughs> It's too stupid to hear to be topless. We want we want fan service, but I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> well, and then they got this this whole thing with the little titty epipens that everybody keeps using. Oh, yes. Oh yes. Every every episode, it's like, oh, she's kicking my ass. Hang on, titty epipen. Now I'm a monster. It could have titty, titty epipened Black Maiden, and then she might have been the Zorin sooner or whatever. You know, the thing about that, that, that whole thing, it felt like we were saying goodbye to nipples at each transformation. <laughs> I'm like, well, there go the nipples. You had them. And so, now the table will, now you're a wolf bitch. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> now, you're now you're furry, or now you're scaly. Uh, now you're covered in rock. Uh, like, it's just. <laughs> All right. Well, it, it was good while it lasted. EpiPen. Well, at least those EpiPens <laughs> are only the first four episodes. It's a, it's a great commercial for don't use steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Never, not even once. <laughs> like, are you scared that your teenager's using steroids? Inject. <laughs> oh, Fair man. enough. Fair. Did they, Way to go. Did they turn into a giant king cobra? <laughs> <laughs> so the first four episodes, they introduce uh, the, the character Mayor Light. 
and they don't really use him in the last four episodes, but I, it is worth, I wanted to call this out. Mayor Light in the English dub is voiced by um, uh, Dragon Ball Z's cat god Beerus, the uh, Jason Douglas, the voice actor. And in the uh-huh. Japanese in the Japanese version, he's none other than resident genius of the Super Dimension Fortress Macross, Shohayami, who plays Max. So he's voiced by two pretty baller character <laughs> actors. And they don't use him. And they don't use like, him. Like, like boy, why? it's an anime. And, why yeah, do you he's not, not even use this guy? <laughs> and I mean, that's not... Yeah, and I mean, that's not to, to speak ill of the rest of the voice cast. The rest of the voice cast is a bunch of all-stars. Like, people who've been in just tons of stuff. But, you know, me, I gotta I gotta call out my Macross uh, nods when I can get them. So, <laughs> I saw it was, it was Shohayami. I'm like, oh, I gotta write this one down. Um... <laughs> But it's it. This is also interesting because the English voice actress for uh, for Cutie for Honey was hand was apparently handpicked by Gonagai himself. Uh, he selected the English voice actress. Now I know the only version I had for us to watch was subtitled. If I'm not wrong, I think we all watched it subtitled because it was just mm-hmm. it was the only one I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only none of us matters. I have to admit, it was my one of, for one of my first subtitle experiences. Where I didn't have a choice, it was I. Yeah, I really I liked uh, a lot of the voice actors did a really good job in this one. I I don't know that I could have watched it in English yet anyway because I first experienced it in Japanese. So for me, it's I, I like to always kind of revisit it and whatever I watched it in the first time. So yeah, that's voice acting notwithstanding, it was excellent. But one of the the standout things about this anime is the quality of the animation itself. For for a titty anime, this is really well drawn stuff. Uh, every time Honey flashes her Honey Flash during her Honey Flash, it is goddamn that's really well drawn. Like oh, every every yeah. fabric <laughs> is just like. <laughs> can we let's go with this? Anytime Honey flashes her Honey Pot, when she says her Honey Pot, I'm gonna. I, you can. I, I'm gonna just play with that the whole episode. It's either gonna be uh, flashing the honey or, or honey's flash. I don't know. Whatever it is. When she does that, and she does her magical girl spin, God bless her. It, it is so well animated that like you wish they would have did that on like Sailor Moon or something. <laughs> you would wish that a lot of series were that fluid. I mean, to a degree. More now, than one. And it's not just the fact that that she's that she's naked. Yeah, sure. Every time she pops, I'm like boobies. But it's every time, like everything about like the way the fabric com- animates in the way there's like they animate sparkles along the fa- like every it's it is stupid pretty when she flashes. Stupid pretty. Trying to tell women this this entire time it's pretty when y'all flashes. <laughs> That's right. Yes, when you when you flash your honey. It's it's yeah. We appreciate it's, the honey flash. We see the sparkles <laughs> even if you wear a fucking corduroy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh man! It can be you can be in fucking what's what's a, what's a, Lularoo, and you can say honey flash. We're gonna look at you, and we're gonna see diamonds. And Learn a lesson. What's hilarious though is that in every episode, everyone's like gunning to peak, and then in episode seven, freaking Akira Fudo actually thanked her for it. Yeah, that's right. 
Oh man. Uh, so that that was a moment. All right. So uh seeing Akira Fudo in in episode seven, I was pretty hyped about that because I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. This is crossover material right here. I need to see a devil man fight cutie honey episode. I'm I'm all into this. And then I thought about how Devil Man treats boobs, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want this at all. I don't. That was that one movie, and God forbid, no, no, I don't ever want that crossover to happen. They need to just be friends forever, and and I don't, I just, this is it. We're done. I don't, I don't need it. No. Well, I know what we got to watch next because no, I've never seen Devil Man. Oh no, I'm not. There are a few. There are a few. I know which one you're talking about specifically, Rick, and no. Shit gave me nightmares. That one is not. I don't think it meets our criteria. I think it's a two thousands anime, so I think we'll have to hold off on it. But that—that's the last time I watched Devil Man. I watched that with Devil Man away. You know, I think I'm done with this series. I don't. I don't. We're we're good. <laughs> Just I don't need to continue on with that. It so wasn't go, Devil Man. No, no, it wasn't Devil Man. I was, I was, I was on the tension for that one. Yeah, I was. It was. It wasn't. It was just. You know, I. I just got. I don't have the time for it. I can't. Yeah, I just. Can't, that's it. I just don't have the time for it. No, I. I never watched another, another minute of Devilman after I watched that. So you said the guy in episode seven is, is Devilman. Devilman. Yeah, and I think it's. It's obviously. I'm assuming it's like pre-transformation Devilman. It's just Akira, Udo mm-hmm. the character. Um, because the kind of innuendo like she makes, like don't sell your soul to the devil or some shit, like later on yeah. in the episode, and it's, so it's it's I think it's him pre Devil Man transformation, but it's fun. I think I know why I haven't watched Devil Man. His name was Akira. <laughs> <laughs> and, there you go. That's it. Pro- mystery solved. And and now I'm there telling you, you, you don't if if. If you only need to watch one, you can watch part of the one that I'm talking about, which I think is uh, Amon Devilman, and you don't need to watch any more. You're good. That's the one you should not watch. That's, that's not the one. That's that is. Yeah, this ain't about that anime. We're moving on. Cutie Honey. Yeah. So, episode three does the whole bubblegum crisis montage with the singer, and and the titty EpiPen microphones and all that shit, but is also a Chun Li cameo. Yes, Got it is. Shout out. <laughs> yes. Homegirl Chun Li action there. That was. Or she called it Chinese fighter. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think one of the things about this. I really wish this would have gone longer as an anime. Was how much fun they could have had with her cosplays. Like they mm-hmm. really could have just this, and I think that's probably the one of the reasons why this character continues to be reborn in new anime. Like she's had a couple since this one they they had a, a series called cutie honey universe and then they had yeah that one's like the most recent one actually too right but they also had the other one by by your guys um by the guys from trigger yeah yeah the trigger guys uh re cutie honey or something it's like they, they just there's something about about this character that isn't just her tits it's, it's she's kind of a badass and yet endearing in such a way like if you were to take away the nudity aspect of it, she's still a strong feminine role model. Like she's protecting everybody in this. She's protecting the dudes from themselves. She's saving. She's like like Wonder Woman, right? She's kind of just a badass. And they could really play have played with that. As, again, that's probably why they keep bringing her back. I'm so glad we get to have this conversation before I stick my foot in my mouth. Because it actually gives me a chance to actually 
really think about what my issue with her. I think I, and again, longtime listeners are gonna they're they're gonna lose their shit when I say this. I got milk drunk. It was too much breast for me. <laughs> oh no, we're too Wait, what? I, no, Brian, that's a physical it. impossibility. No. There can never be too much. There's no such thing as too much tit. Come on, man. It's not again. But it's it's if you put into the fact that. She's actually Lynette left. Changing. Lynette has walked away. <laughs> fucking done with you. <laughs> I needed a moment. I needed a moment. <laughs> you can't even handle your blasphemy, Brian. She's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> 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 All the things. I feel like I don't even know you anymore. You agreed to do this show, Lynette. You're like, as long as we don't have to talk about tits for 12 minutes straight, I'm good. <laughs> Not in your contract. Uh, <laughs> damn, I broke Lynette. Holy shit. No. Too much. And I was like, I need a moment. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Never. Oh my gosh. No, so, Brian, go ahead. Please elaborate. I, I'm disagreeing with you vehemently already, but please continue. <laughs> I don't know if I want to listen to this. I'm interested to see how he's going to explain too much booby. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the context of what it was being shown for me. You know, it was, hey, you see these boobies, but it was a tease, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, yeah. it didn't lead into something else. So, like, uh. you're like, my penis can only get so erect. Can right. Not? right. <laughs> to, to the point, it was like, okay, all right, we're going to see you breast again. Again, she can't just fight him. <laughs> I look. I'm 45. I don't have many erections left. <laughs> and, wow. And I am saving these bitches up for <laughs> rainy days. Like, I had to go through fucking COVID with this limited amount of erections. And here you are just taking them away when she goes from biker chick to pilot to sail. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. man. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm really sorry for the uh, overdose of, of, of Titty. So <laughs> I, was going to, I was going to say that, but then I was going to point out the fact that if you look at it, she's actually changing into her cosplays. Yeah. Well, I think I would have appreciated that more because I realized that's all I was getting. It was yeah. we've been watching everything where you see breasts are fucking trying to sleep. They had a gratuitous amount of breasts in that bitch, but crying free, man. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you said there was too much nudity in that one, too. I'm going to have to go to the callback to the tape on that one, but I do recall that there, that there, that. Was, there was a too much. I'm going to pull the tape. We're going to pull the tape. We're going to put it in. No, no. Look, no need. No need. My memory <laughs> is really good. I don't think you need to do that. that. I don't think that's necessary at all. Yes, there is because, but because this isn't a hentai, 
This is just a fan service anime. That's why everybody is lacking anything, any genitalia from the waist down, right? This that's is a Barbie just, mode. Yeah, everybody's Barbie mode in this. And that's, you know, that's indicative, of course, not just of, of typical Japanese the censorship, but also because that's not what they were selling. You know, that this that's is... That's fucking good as hell. Titillating, this is like, yeah, like titilla- like a titillating trip to the strip club. <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. You know how you go to some, like, for instance, if you go to a strip club in, like, say, the wonderful state of Virginia, right? They're more bikini bars. Sure. And then you go to, say, Las Vegas strip club. That's what this felt like. It was like I was going to a more bikini bar than an actual strip club. <laughs> Right, I don't even know how to respond to this, man. I feel, I feel like, like uh, you know, this, from now on, when we're gonna watch a titty anime, I'll, I'll let you, you know, step away from it. You can, you don't have to be a part of it. I, 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 no, no, I, I need to be, but just know, there's sacrifices being made. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, I just I, felt I, bad that the girls were always cold. All the women all were of, cold. Yeah. They were all. They could not well, have if you notice, all the fights were at night. Obviously, it's colder at night than it is during the day. Costly City must be like 30 degrees perpetually. It had to be because they were <laughs> always cold. It was like, can can there not be one warm battle? There has to be a warm battle somewhere. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you, know, it, it, you know, I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever seen in any anime or any uh, 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 not hard difference. I don't think right? that's normal. Right. They always, they always go. If we're going to show booby. It has to be thirty degrees. That's it. it has to be. That's, it has that's to be goosebumps. We need to be that cold. <laughs> <laughs> if they're big enough and they run, they have to put out an eye. That's how it has to be. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, is, with it. This is why we do the show. These deep, important conversations about <laughs> temperatures <laughs> and and, and nip light. Um, <laughs> so I, I honestly tell you cold hard facts on this is I, I didn't necessarily care for the last half of this anime. I enjoyed the first half when it was more, uh, I don't want to say tongue in cheek. It wasn't so much that it, it was more formulaic. Like I appreciated the silliness of the formula, how, you know, she fights the monster of the week. They use the titty EpiPen, they turn into a crazier monster. And then she does her thing where she slices them clavicle to clit and then they die. And this motherfucker. <laughs> I I appreciated yeah, that. Yeah. No, we need to appreciate that right there. We need to let that remain clavicle to split. Oh my god. That fucking slow clap on that one. <laughs> it, it was smooth. It's just smooth. <laughs> Don't pay attention oh. to this, but this is an no. awesome statement. <laughs> How the fuck did we get there? <laughs> but I will have to admit, they did in, in episode four, they did have by far the best slash that she's ever she did. And I think she did up down and then down up. And I was like, oh, she had to hit her with the beat. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked episode four. I really did. I thought the whole build-up to her battle with Dolmec and and the reveal of Black Maiden being Panther Zora and all that. I thought it was a really strong episode. I was so bummed that that wasn't the end of it. 
So honestly, I, I think 1990s me probably stopped watching at the right time because I think it's about as far as I got back then. Yeah, the first half was definitely better than the second half for sure. And I mean, the, the second half was was where all the Easter eggs were. Like that's where all the they were just tossing everything into this, and and that was great for what it was. But as far as narratives go, it fell apart. And that's again because as I stated before, they stopped producing it. But much to the chagrin, those of you who didn't finish it. In the eighth episode, it starts to get the animation gets worse. Like they were worse. rushing to finish it, and they, things were unshaded. Characters weren't completely drawn in some parts. So the last episode really suffered. Like they were just they just had to get it out, and and it's too bad because it it does a disservice to the really excellent stuff that you see in the earlier episodes. They got sick and tired of drawing nipples. <laughs> They, I'm the not staff, staff sure that's walked up to Nagai and was like, uh, Nagai-san, it's too much titty. Like, we're just done. This, <laughs> we can't. He's like, booby is booby. You know how it feels like how your dad used to catch you smoking cigarettes? No, because it never happened to me. Brian, please elaborate. <laughs> I thought I heard. but that's what it felt like it felt like when people used to tell stories of when their parents would catch them smoking cigarettes right and they would and they would make them smoke the whole damn pack by the time you're at number 30 i think there's 30 in there i'm not sure probably it sounds accurate (laughs) based on the venus wars episode i think that's how many were in a pack there you go I, I don't know. I guess I just I think this this whole project fell apart before its time, which was too bad uh, because I I was enjoying myself. There wasn't a time where when we were watching this rewatch that I thought, oh, man, I got to sit down and watch another one of these. I started it and I kind of wanted to just power through all of it because I was having a good time with it. It lost me on the second episode, the second, the second, arc. the second arc. The second arc was weak sauce. Um, they were but- trying to. Honestly, they had a lot of potential there. So, you know, with the whole, it could have felt like the whole Power Rangers series where it went from Rita to Lord Zed and Lord Zed brought in more. Mm. That's what should have happened. It fell flat. It did. It, it almost flat chested. Yeah, it almost, it almost Black Maiden like. <laughs> that wasn't necessary. Come on. That hurt. She was young. <laughs> I get it. She was early in her development. Um, <laughs> by the end of the series, she was she was fully epipened, basically. But she wasn't a monster. I mean, she was a monster. Oh, she was ready to epipen. Yeah, that's right. She was ready to epipen. Did you guys? Did you guys have a favorite villain? Because all those characters are wild. Did you have one that you thought was just great? Jewel Princess. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jewel Princess. Yes. Yeah, she was she was pretty fun. I like I liked her a lot too. She was dark, dark as hell. The whole turning girls into trophies thing was was pretty fucked up. Yeah, that was kind of scary. Yeah, but she, but she preserved all the breast though. <laughs> I appreciate preserving that. her trophies. I appreciated that the show was willing to go that dark, but then I remembered that going a guy does things like like Devil Man, and I was like, well, this just is this is nothing compared to how dark as he can go. You just kept your toe in the water on this one. Yeah, I know. I I did. I liked her too. She was uh, probably one of my favorite ones as well. And I, I can't even tell you. 
any of the villains from the second half, really. Because, yeah. Again, it just fell apart. This anime fell apart. Sachi? The one that was from the, uh, that did the Edo princess? Oh, okay. The, the Cobra Snake. The Edo princess. Yeah, yeah the, the Samurai Park. <laughs> yeah. That was, Samurai yeah, Park. the West, Westworld. That's, that's the one. Yeah, the yeah. Westworld one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Westworld. That was probably the coolest thing in the whole second second arc. So, had any of you ever watched any Cutie Honey before we sat down for this one? That's negative Ghost Rider. Like I said before, I watched. I, apparently, I watched the second half because I remember that. I don't remember the first half at all. So, wow. So then, this was like a really this is a huge upgrade for you. <laughs> you got to see the better part of the story. <laughs> I mean, I may have. I actually, I think I actually owned a DVD around here somewhere. I just remember the second half. I don't remember the first. So I don't remember which one of us owned it in the '90s, but it was it was the VHS tapes, obviously the '90s. But somebody had the first one, which is two episodes, and then somebody else had the second one, which is the next two. You guys think that was that was probably like thirty five dollars every two episodes? Oh yeah, true story. Thirty five bucks for an hour of anime tops. It was that was the '90s. So yeah, I don't at this it's because of, I guess the length of this and and not necessarily that it's uh particularly deep anime. It's not. Like most anime we watch these days, it seems like a missed opportunity for more. I wonder how close it is to the original. I do. Or wonder. is it a little different? Like from the I wonder movie. how much breast is in the original. So I saw hmm. if you just do a GIF search for Cutie Honey and don't spell it improperly, like no, oh, that's something worth noting. They misspelled the word cutie for this one. This is the only one where they did it. So it's spelled, for this series, it's C-U-T-E-Y versus the typical spelling of cutie, which is C-U-T-I-E. Every other version of cutie, honey, spells it C-U-T-I-E. It's the only one that does it. But if you Google cutie, i.e. honey, you can see some imagery from the old series. They did a really good job capturing yet updating the visual identity of of the 73 series it's it looks interesting i don't necessarily know that i'm willing to sit 50 episodes of it but yeah no it's neat because a lot of the gonagai properties they've gone out of the way to at least keep the original intent of the original designs on a lot of them agree uh and i think that's something that's that's his whole portfolio is that way every time they update a story of his it seems like for some they they really do try their best to keep that DNA there. Um, Keiko Kamen, I think, has only had the one release, but when it came out, it looked a lot like the manga. Uh, every time Devilman comes out, it's just like the same DNA over and over again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's I, I don't disagree with you. I think I think it's interesting how I think it's because he's he was so influential uh, to anime in so many ways. Uh, sort of like a I don't, I don't want to demean the, the man, but it's sort of like the Dirty old uncle of uh <laughs> Astro Boy, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's, like you like, want gore? Here you go. You want violence? You will here you go. You want boobs? Here you go. <laughs> so yeah, so it's kind of the vibe I got whenever I watch something from the guy. And I mean, yeah, no, he's been doing he'd been in the game a long time. But I I'm consistently entertained by by his stories. So I guess that's just I guess he's right up my alley. <laughs> Kind of a short one here, but let's go ahead and, and we'll close it out. Um, Vic, I'll start with you. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Cutie Honey? Well, oh, like, sorry, the new Cutie Honey, to be specific. <laughs> like everyone else, definitely the first arc is definitely better than the second half, but at least the second half, 
if you're familiar with Gona Guy's properties, at least all the little Easter eggs here and there were kind of fun. Uh, definitely better than the actual episode count. I did like episode seven with uh, Akira in it. That was funny, despite that was like a classic 70s style episode overall. So, yeah, other than that, the um, music. You get the music of that. Yeah. Like, it was was right there. (laughs) So, overall, I enjoyed it. You know, if you can't sit for the whole thing, at least watch the first half. If you're a fan of the property, definitely watch the second half just just for the Easter eggs, because it's fun. Overall, it's just a fun series. And despite what Brian says, there's never too much booby. (laughs) And on that cue, I feel like like he handed the baton over, Brian. What what do you... uh... What are your thoughts on Cutie Honey? New Cutie Honey. All right, so I think it's readily apparent that I've watched the least amount of anime between all of us. So the Easter eggs, I wasn't able to catch any of them. So as a result, it made it a much more difficult slot for me to, to actually get through. I think this is one of those advanced animes where you need to have knowledge of other characters for you to truly appreciate it. And if you don't do that, if you try to go into it, you're just going to get milk drunk and it's going to lose you. Um, the first arc was a very great arc. Just, I didn't have to worry about anything. And by that time, by the fourth episode, I'm like, okay, this started to get a little repetitive of what they're doing. But then, boom, there you go. Well, she survived. It's the same girl. Five. Stop. Have you more episodes? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you guys stay in episode four? Uh, the story ends, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Ryan. I'm sorry. The uh, the episode ends, and the credits roll, and then there's like there's more sort of like a pseudo, like kind of like a mid credit stinger thing where Honey comes back, like they actually show her coming back. Did you guys get yeah. that? Yeah, you saw where she literally is an angel. She literally comes mm-hmm. back as an angel. I actually pay attention to the time whenever an episode ends because on average, an anime series, the opening and ending credits are about a minute 30, a minute 40. So if it tends to be a little longer than that, I tend to hang around because that means there is something there. Dude, you're way better than me. I don't even look at that. I'm just like, this ending looks different. Let me keep watching. <laughs> this is kind of how I landed on it. <laughs> as soon as it says skip, Give credits. I was pressing the motherfucking button. <laughs> <laughs> well, to to help you out with that, Brian, if you only watch the first four episodes, you could stop and you'd be fine because it's show her coming back. She like comes out of the light and she's like cosplayed. Honey flashed her flashy honey into an angel, and she's like got her wings and she like floats down to Choke, ever so eloquent Choke. I remember the line in that episode. He's talking about Honey and his his criticism or his reasoning for her being so awesome is Honey is just Honey. I was like, wow, they really they really broke the writer's bank. That. For that, the that, was, that was a deep one right there. Was, yeah. But it's one for the fence on it. Spout facts, Choke. You go, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, honey just Honey. Oh Christ! Yeah, honey is just anyway. I didn't mean to cut off your final thought. I'm sorry, but it did make me think. I forgot to ask if anybody'd seen Angel Honey, Flash or Honey. 
flashingly. Her holy honey. Her, her holy, her holy flashed honey. Um, and on this note, I feel like we really got to go to Lynette, who's been suffering this <laughs> horribly through this episode. And and really just, Lynette, you know, I know that this was... First of all, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to break you. <laughs> I know that this is your first time with Cutie Honey and, and probably more titty than you were prepared to have a conversation about. So really, how did you feel about it? I learned the hard way that you should not watch this in a public space on a very large <laughs> television that, <laughs> that anybody can see in. <laughs> I watched the first episode. I went, oh, oh, okay. Time to pause. Turn that off. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> now, 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 Lynette, is there, is there a reason Damn, why? This is a Wendy's. <laughs> 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 but uh, it was enjoyable i when when i watched it i was like this is what would happen if sailor moon was a li- was allowed to cosplay that's pretty much that's how i saw it it was like crazy crazy supergirl has some magical powers and instead of glitter masking everything or um pasties and stuff like that to to help out it was just like there you go. <laughs> we'll put our production money somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> right. They didn't want to spend the time to do that. They were just like, Blop. there you go. You know, you're fine. <laughs> but I did like I did like the call outs for the cosplays that they did. Um when they did the Chen Li, when they did all the you know, the rock star girl and, and things like that. I was like, Oh cool. And then I was like I see why people like to cosplay this character because you can cosplay cosplays and pretend that you're cutie honey. So it's Inception. Mm-hmm. It's cosplay Inception. You're you, cosplay, you cosplay cutie cosplay. honey as Chun Li. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tropic Thunder. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, I enjoyed it. Like you guys, I. I I liked the first half because it had closure. The second half kind of was like, let's throw all these bad guys in and see what happens. And um, let's see what sticks to the wall. Nothing, yeah, nothing stuck stuck to the wall. It's, Except for yeah. the Cobra Lady. I mean, I think that was like the that was like the only episode that I really liked. And it, and it did fit. Half. It did fit. Like you could have squeezed that into any episode in the first half. Like mm-hmm. It would have fit into the first narrative arc. Yeah, it didn't really, really, it didn't really attach to anything else. I think the thing about it before we, oh, go I ahead, think the please. thing about it was you understood what the epipen that the epipen was the cause of the transformation, right? In the first arc, mm-hmm. in the second arc, you don't know what is because it gets lost. What exactly is the cause of what's making them transform? I'm guessing yeah. it's probably related to the original because. Panther Zora was back. They just had that ability. Yeah, it was like the Panther Zora thing. But again, they don't explain it. Brian's right, and I, I feel like, like it's yeah. You have to be like a longtime fan to actually know that. Which I am not. Uh, From the is... fucking seventies. From the seventies. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. Act, don't act as if you weren't born then. I mean, I'm like we're from the seventies, but yeah, it's, you said seventy three. It was so... seventy three. Yeah. So it did predate us. But um. And I mean, not to mention availability. Can you see this one airing with Speed Racer on a Sunday morning at 6 a.m.? That's not happening. 
So. <laughs> oh, Trixie, honey, flash. I was like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Nothing, mom. It's just cartoons. <laughs> it's, it's pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. But no, I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I agree with everybody here. It's if you are a big Gona Guy fan, the barrier for entry on this is low and you can have a really good time with it. Um, I think I think that if they would have been a little bit clearer about the concept of it being a cosplay superhero, that uh, it probably would have been more approachable for some people too. Uh, I mean, it wasn't until like, I don't know, like the third or fourth episode where they find where I finally realized that it was called Cosplay City. I didn't even know that at first. And then, and then when they said it, nobody I was like, else cosplay. It's just all makes nobody sense. Else co- right nobody no, but every, else everybody's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everybody's a criminal. Even even Choge's parents are fucking criminals. And And <laughs> his mom is great. She's hilarious. <laughs> she, she, she's my second favorite character. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'll just close this out here. It's the barrier for entry is is higher, but if you if you're a fan of the work, you can have a really good time with it. If you're not a fan of the work and you just like tits, then this is for you. Um, be careful because I've been I've heard from reliable sources that there is there can be too much titty in this, and um, so oh, if you're the worst man ever. Too much cold titty. If your threshold for cold titty is low, then you're not going to want to sit through this whole story. Um, If you're looking for fun, I think that's the best way to describe this anime, is it's just fun. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's having a good time. It's like, you want cosplay? You got it. You want fights? You got it. You want titties? You got it. Like, whatever you need, we got it. And, uh, And it just serves it up for you in a very pretty way. This is... That era of animation, the you know the '90s animation is like right before things started to get. Um, I don't know the way to describe it. I think I've heard other people say it. Is that uh, the '90s were like a golden age for anime? The '80s and '90s were like a golden age for anime because after that, things started getting glossy. Was kind of the way I've heard mm-hmm. it described. That everything felt over refined, and there was a a, a grittiness, a, a naturalness to the the way that anime was done in those eras that made it so compelling. And I feel like this anime is right smack in the middle of that, where you can tell there's a lot of hand-drawn love and hard work was put into it, but you could see a lot of hand love, a lot of hand love, a lot of, yeah. And, but you could see that the spectrum was starting to shift away. And, and this wasn't, Kira or Venus Wars or any of those where the visual styling was so specific or like a Ninja Scroll, but it was still beautiful. But it, it's like this is kind of where it started. Things were a little too perfect in Cutie Honey sometimes. A little too much titty mm-hmm. for Brian, for example. Um, yeah, I can tell you my favorite, my favorite one though. Right, mm. it's in the title credit scene where she's actually laying down on her chest. You see the weight of it. I was like, "This motherfucker spitting." This. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get what you're saying. This the the quality of the anatomy was fantastic, and it honestly, yeah, yeah. not definitely. 
notwithstanding, every time Cutie Honey flashed her honey flash with her honey way, it was a flawless representation of a woman. I mean, it's not Satoshi Urishihara. It wasn't plastic little level yeah. of nudity, but it was like if you were going to do a quality, a quality. version, it was very good. I would, I would definitely say it's number two underneath. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's plastic. This is like a step down from plastic little. It's uh, the the silver medal, right? <laughs> Pronunciation of the fame <laughs> notwithstanding. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll put subtitles in the video for you. Now. <laughs> Uh, oh man! No people are going to jump over there. Learn the fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, check it out, man. If you just want to have fun, but don't don't check it out at a Wendy's like like Lynette. Check it out somewhere where people. It was just the one time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely watch it somewhere. Uh, you know where out of eye line preschool was probably a smart call <laughs> um and, and have, who do you shout out? just have fun Lynn, who do you got a shout out for this so this is uh one of your one of my fans. Right? yeah that's right this was requested by by uh, a lynette fan mail <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I hope they enjoyed it as much as we did <laughs> <laughs> So I guess, folks, until next time, keep calm. And remember, if you're going to flash, ladies, flash like a pro, flash like a honey, give a honey flash, and flash often. You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd, presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections, or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe.